rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly dose of news from Windsor Palace, Buckingham Palace, all the palaces, and beyond. All, every palace. Every single one. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. That's the best kind. Yes. Mm -hmm. And today on the show, we are talking about a lot of different things. Yeah. So we got the Meghan Markle leg-crossing drama. You know, how low is the bar for a drama (laughs) with this one? (laughs) And then we have Prince William's trip. Yes. Uh, Meghan Markle dad news. So some Thomas Markle stuff. Yeah, he won't go away. God. With and, this guy. And then, of course, Princess Charlotte. We have another wave moment with her. Oh, okay, that's the kind of update I like. Yes. And I, so for today's Royal Refreshment. And now it's time for the weekly Royal Cocktail. We are drinking gin and tonics. Gin and tonics. Summer. Cheers. What you do. God, this tumbler is... Is it a tumbler? It's quite heavy. Yeah, it is. Mm. Ooh. So uh, Lisa pre-mixed these, and she said, it's okay if you like the taste of gin. <laughs> which, which, I would describe it as gin tasting. It's it's gin heavy. It's gin forward. <laughs> it's gin forward is what it is. But it's delicious, and I'm refreshed. So thank you for that. Um, and this week in royal history... And now, this week in royal history... We have Prince William's birthday. Yay! Yeah, I bet he likes gin and tonics. Or like Bud Lights. I did a post on what alcohol he likes, and I'm pretty sure it's beer. Yeah, I just think like a a Bud Light. But you know what's interesting? Kate Middleton really likes scotch. Because she's great. Yeah, like... She's a cool girl. She's cool. She loves her sports. She loves her scotch. She loves wearing buttons. (laughs) She's a cool girl. Um, But yeah, so Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, is of course the older son the elder son, that's more Britishy sounding, of the Prince of Wales and Lady Diana Spencer. He was born on June 21st, 1982 um, in the Lindo Wingham St. Mary's Hospital, just like that famous photo you've now seen of him standing in front of it with his own kiddos. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a male heir. Way to way to produce a male heir, Princess Diana. Yeah. Much like Kate Middleton, first as a boy, and Queen Elizabeth, first as a boy. It's just... Well done. No pressure on you, even though it would have been cool to have a female heir. But that was before the law changed. So if a boy was born after the female, then the boy would be the heir, which is BS. Yeah, it's nonsense. But in any case, it wasn't a problem because all three of these ladies produced uh, a male heir first. Um, So you know Prince William as, um, well, now an unfortunately bald, blonde chap. When he was at St. Andrews, he was so dreamy. Ugh. You know, so it was his birthday a couple of days ago, and all the accounts I follow were sharing those like Mario Testino photos that he took when he got to St. Andrews. Like, I mean, we're currently drooling over an 18 to 19 year old um, youth. Sorry, but still legal. Yes. He was so beautiful with that thick, thick hair. It's honestly like it just, it teases me now when I see it, and I'm sure it. It's the same for Kate Middleton. Um, and of course, that is where, at St. Andrews, is where he met Catherine Middleton, now the Duchess of Cambridge and his wife. Yes, and now he is 
grown up to be a father of three. Yes. And it's, a sweet little dad he is. Very affectionate. I know. He he really seems like he's very involved in his kids' lives, which I guess you can be when you're not really working other than being a royal. Like, I feel like being a royal is a full-time job to them, but yes. I assume the hours are more like 12 to 2. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a job. It's a, certainly a job, but I think he gets to be a bit more hands-on than most dads. Mm-hmm. And yes, again, he's just very sweet and affectionate, which you really obviously didn't see from previous heirs to the throne. Um, and I don't know. What else do you have to say about Prince William? Well, I think this is a really perfect time to bring up something really important <laughs> to both me and Caitlin that we are obsessed with at the moment. And I'm going to say Prince William in his 20s, BDE. <laughs> okay. So Lisa um, is referring to a concept popularized uh, first on social media and as of this week by The Cut where Lisa works. They wrote about um, big dick energy, which is a certain swagger that a man has when he is clearly packing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not about what he's packing. It's just about the confidence he exudes. Yes, yes. And it's inspired by Pete Davidson and his engagement to Ariana Grande because he's sort of a goofy looking dude, but he's so confident and cool. And it's probably because he has a giant penis, which Ariana Grande kind of confirmed on Twitter and then deleted it. Now, when The Cut wrote their article this week, um, Pete Davidson posted it on his Instagram story (laughs) with just laughing, crying emojis, which like, what more does he need to say? And then Ariana commented on the cuts Instagram and said, do I have BDE? I like that. She definitely does. She does. You don't have to be a man. You just have to be a confident person. Yeah. And there's so many people with BDE, including royals. Yes. So I, you know, we we brought it up in reference to Prince William. But unfortunately, I find Prince William, of course, a, a touch uptight and even basic. Part of that is his mm-hmm. job. He is the heir. You know, he's a very serious guy um, and very quiet and keeps it all close to the chest. Um, but he... <laughs> That's why I think Prince Harry, if anybody in that family, I think it's Prince Harry. I definitely agree it's Prince Harry now and probably always, mm-hmm. but it's just, I was referring to the St. Andrew's years. Yes, but like, okay, he was hot at Prince Andrew's, William was, but we've seen him dance. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this has actually been a problem for a lot of people concerning BDE because it has nothing to do with attractiveness. It's no. just about the confidence. And you are so completely right, Caitlin. I retract my earlier statement. He just <laughs> those has like gifs a of him dancing, like a sort of hula. Or remember that I don't even remember what the event was, but Taylor Swift was there and Bon Jovi was there, and they sang "Living on a Prayer" together. Oh Woof. I mean, I remember when no. Lainey Gossip was kind of shipping Taylor and Prince Harry. They no. weren't doing anything, but it was when Taylor was trying to get cast in Les Mis, the musical, and she didn't get the role, and. I remember seeing gossip blogs saying that maybe she was hooking up with Eddie Redmayne, which I can't confirm or deny. I just know I read it in I a could gossip see blog. And But I think Lainey was like, what if she was with Prince Harry? No, a thousand times no. Like I can't see anybody less like Prince Harry mm-hmm. than Taylor Swift. What would She's, they talk about? They're not like, there's nothing chill about Taylor Swift. To all the Swift fans, I do listen to her music, so please don't be mad at us for this. Oh, no, I like I'm, her music. I'm a huge fan of her. I mean, not loving 
basically anything she's done or hasn't done in the last two years. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, no, I never saw her dating Prince Harry. But it's because Prince, Prince Harry has the big D energy. He's just like chill and relaxed and like not, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's got the D. And <laughs> so I hope. I'm blushing. <laughs> I know. We're just staring at our producers like, are they going to cut this segment? Are they going to bleep us? They're definitely bleeping us. We know that for a fact because they bleeped one of our past guests, yes. Mariah, when she talked about a different royal D. Yes, that they, they too are blushing. <laughs> but we also, okay, so that that's my belief. Prince William, not super confident, hopefully adequately packing below. I think Meghan Markle has a female version of BDE or just like the general version of BDE. She has the same confidence. Yes. She's traveled. She knows who she is. She walks into a room with that swagger. Yeah. She's very comfortable. So they are a very BDE couple. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. What a wonderful couple. They should they should be together. <laughs> they should stay together forever. So they popped out this week um, at a youth leadership event, a conference mm-hmm. at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. So very, very formal. And once again, you know, she is packing, but I wouldn't call this a swaggering look. She wore a Prada, like, suit dress thing. Yeah, I think that what we're seeing is at least what she's been wearing this past month. She seems to have, like, this kind of royal uniform where it's kind of like a blush or just a light color outfit. She loves the boat neck. Yeah. She loves buttons. And they all kind of tie together. I haven't seen any different looks. And before she got married, she was going, like, remember, like, one day she was wearing that gorgeous green dress that yeah. we loved but Katie Serena did not yes and then like the next day or not the next day but another day she was wearing like more formal stuff or like little like skinny pants or a tux like a female tux or um yeah now it's all off the shoulder beigey pink suits mm-hmm. by very upscale designers so yeah today was Prada we've seen some like Alexander McQueen and Carolina Herrera and I tell you when I wrote about it and I put um, as the deck which is kind of like the little summary of the article the Duchess wears Prada I thought I was so smart and I was like <laughs> oh my god maybe I'm gonna go viral for this genius comment but then after that every single post that was written about it used the same thing indeed, because it is indeed the most they did this is the most obvious thing but I was like <laughs> Oh, whoa. Here's my Pulitzer. <laughs> yes. But so she wore Prada, which was kind of a, it's, yeah, it's a very serious pick. And, you know, I, I lamented it to Lisa. I was like, stiff again, stiff, mm-hmm. all caps, stiff, I believe was my was my DM to her. Um, but as you might, as I hope you listened last week, the Fug girls were like, have patience, young grasshopper. Like, <laughs> of course, she's dressing stiffly. I mean, for today, she's at Buckingham. She's at a nighttime reception at Buckingham Palace. You're not and, wearing jeans. And also, it's an event that she's basically taking over from the queen. So the queen oh, was lovely. still there, but she and Prince Harry are taking over this program. So it's not like it was her own thing. It was, you know, it was more for the queen. And so I think, like, she's dressing super formal because she has to. She's going through all of these, like, huge changes. She's not just, you know cracking some champagne against a boat. I'm ready for that kind of event, though, I oh, have to tell you. I cannot wait. <laughs> but yeah, she also had some of the other like little items and accessories that are becoming her signatures. A little, Another skinny belt, I think, we had today. Yeah, there were at least three skinny belts recently. Oh, make it stop. Honestly, I can't go back there. I can't either. Like, I don't know. I gained a few pounds. I'm not ready for another skinny belt. First of all, you are perfect. Thank you so much. That, mean, that means a lot. <laughs> you are perfect. Second of all, th- yeah, this, I don't know if this means a lot to people who weren't um, millennial, who aren't millennial women. 
I don't know who the rest of you are, but skinny belts. That was really, when I first graduated from college, that was all I wore was like basically what Meghan Markle is wearing now. But uh, I bought it at like JCPenney, not at Prada. The um, limited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like New York and Company, the, mm-hmm. like all of those. Um, but it would be like a suit dress thing with a skinny belt because that's what I felt looked professional. I wore a lot of t- like loose tunics with leggings and then the skinny belt. Oh, dear God the leggings and the tunic. So what we're saying is, Meghan Markle, for the love of God, please make the skinny belts go away because I just threw mine away and I don't want them back. They like Mm -hmm. hug into your fat. I mean, assuming you have stomach fat, which she doesn't, but they like cut into it in a weird way. Um, So that's one of her signatures, um, black heels. And then also she wore that um, uh, cross bracelet that she got from the queen for her baptism. The same diamond one. So I wondered if she wore that to kind of like honor the queen. I like that. Um, Yeah. So honestly, I wasn't like super moved by this outfit. I do recommend in the pictures checking. I look at the photos because the best part is I took a ton of formal photos and there were all of these youth leaders from around the UK and they're outfits are unbelievable they look amazing they're all in like black tie gowns and all of those youth like way to i'm sure they all have amazing accomplishments but their biggest one as far as i'm concerned right now visually great dresses Mm -hmm. so i liked that um we also at that event (laughs) she dressed really formally but then she upset some people because she didn't sit very formally so as you'll recall from our episode uh, the night before the royal wedding, we went to the Plaza Hotel, which was no big deal, just the fanciest experience of our entire lives. True, true. But we interviewed etiquette expert Micah Meyer, mm-hmm. and she taught us about the Duchess slant, which was a term that we had heard for years, but we didn't know that Micah had actually coined it. So basically, you're not supposed to cross your legs. You're supposed to have them together but then kind of slanted to the side. Yeah, knees together, and then you sort of shift on one hip a little bit so that your legs slant over sideways. It's not that comfortable. I mean, it's not the worst pose, but like you're definitely in a pose the whole time. You're not relaxed at all. I mean, it sort of helps your posture. It's not a bad idea for a job interview, honestly. Um, Yeah. But so she didn't do that today, though. She actually crossed her legs in the very formal portrait with all the leaders and with the queen and everything, so people were... Dun, dun, dun. You know, in a tizzy. <laughs> like, can you imagine anything worse than somebody crossing their legs while still wearing an extremely conservative outfit and not at all being scandalous at all? Like, yeah, I mean, ridiculous. she couldn't have done anything else better, but she did cross her legs. And the event was live streamed, which allowed British people in real time to comment on the Facebook event and be like, no, don't do it. Stop like, crossing your legs. She crossed her legs. They were together. Like her legs were together because they were crossed. Her knees were covered because she had on her very conservative yeah. skirt. Like nothing about it was scandalous, but no. people were irate. Yeah, it was it was dumb. So that was uh, this week. And we're glad that they're just back to having regular, like at least once a week events. God bless you guys for that. It's just good content. It's good mm-hmm. content for us. It's yeah. very pleasing on the we, eyes. We love drama as long as it doesn't <laughs> affect us personally in any way. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, another little shout out to Meghan Markle this week. She got a Teen Choice nomination. <laughs> Finally, some actual like accolades prestige coming her way <laughs> yeah i don't even remember what category she's in style icon oh well true and correct me if i'm wrong but the teen choice awards are the one where you get a giant surfboard as your trophy right you do you do for a second i was actually picturing the kids choice awards where you get like gacked <laughs> or whatever <laughs> the nickelodeon where one. they slime you <laughs> um it's not that one but yes you get a surfboard as your prize 
Um, it is, it's just such an OC kind of, like, th- I feel like that show popped up when the OC first went on the air. The and OC it's still, cast members won stuff from it. Exactly. And so that's so, still sort of the feel, like, that whole award show is trapped in, like, 2005. Um, Although I would love if Megan attended and took home a surfboard to <laughs> Buckingham Palace. Or, sorry, Kensington Palace. Can you imagine? Uh, that, that would be how she shakes things up. <laughs> She's like, I'm afraid to wear pants, but I will go to Los Angeles for the Teen Choice Awards where I'm up against Blake Lively <laughs> and like T'Challa mm-hmm. from Black Panther. Also, sorry, going back to the Royal Protocol snafu with the leg crossing mm-hmm. scandal, um, someone else broke Royal Protocol this week and it wasn't a royal it was Susan Sarandon. Oh, that wench. So I, <laughs> I used to really love Susan Sarandon, but um, like many others, I was turned off after the 2016 presidential election when she was just like whinging for two straight years. So I'm already irritated by the mention of her. But tell me what she did now, Lisa. So once again, Caitlin and I differ. I am not <laughs> irritated by the mention of her. I'm like, Hey, Susan, <laughs> what you doing? You so. dated a ping pong impresario <laughs> for so long, and he's so much younger than her. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's this guy that owns a ping pong place. Yeah, like, what of all of the of all the places to own, like a ping pong place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cool. Whatever. Anyway, so she attended a polo match, and it was um, so the queen was there with Prince Philip, and they were sitting, just like in their chairs. You know how. The queen Probably is always, Duchess slanting. Yeah. Well, the queen is always kind of separate from the public. Yes. Even the fancy VIP, she always has her little private area. So yeah. Susan just walked on up those stairs and introduced herself and shook their hands. So you're not supposed to do that. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Uh, if it feels wrong, it's because it is wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to do that. Uh, somebody has to introduce you to the queen or I believe she has to go up to you. You don't go over and like interrupt her conversation. To but assert you, like, yourself. Can't you just imagine Susan Sarandon being like, I'm Susan Sarandon. I'm going up to her. Well, that's exactly the problem, <laughs> Lisa. And that's exactly why I'm just more. <laughs> and it just added to the list of Susan Sarandon faux pas that she's made. Um, but yeah, that's. Well, I think it's like very. It's a, such an American thing to do. Not because we hate um, propriety, though we do. <laughs> but or, and protocol and politeness. But because we would think of that as an initiative. Yeah, we'd be like, oh, I want to go meet her. I'm going to go meet her, and I'm being polite. Yeah, like you're at a cocktail party, and you see, with like at your holiday cocktail party, and you see the CEO of your company, and you're like, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to go over and introduce myself. We like that in America. They don't love it in the UK. And also in America, I do think that actors and actresses tend to think of themselves on par 100%. with royalty. Again, you're only helping my argument. I just want that <laughs> to be clear. But yeah, whatever. So Susan Strandon, you're you're cruising towards my low already. We're only halfway through the show. But she might be my low. I'm I'm making a note of it. Oh God. Note to self, potential for my low of the week. Mm. I wanna say it's my high just to like just to mess with just me. Just to like, yeah, spite you, but I'm not gonna oh. say that because it's not my high. It's just something that I like. Wow, wow, wow. But one nice thing that is happening is Prince William is on a royal trip to Jordan and Israel and Palestine. Yes. 
So this is, uh, he's in the midst of it right now as we're recording. Uh, it's only a couple of days, but he, he started in Jordan. I believe he's in Israel now. It's the first time a British royal has gone to Israel. On an official trip. They've uh, gone like otherwise. But Have they gone otherwise? Yeah, there were a couple of funerals they attended. Oh, interesting. But it was, they, whenever they attended, they had to make it very clear that this was a personal trip and not at all like a diplomatic okay, not trip. Not like a state visit. So this was the first like regal royal thing. Yes. So he met with the president. Um, and he met with Netanyahu and he went to a Holocaust memorial today, um, which was lovely. And then, but what we really want to talk about is his trip to Jordan. Yes. Mostly because I don't know a lot about Jordan, of course, being an un- uninformed American. I'm going to continue to disparage our country. Being an uninformed American, I don't know a ton about Jordan, but now it has soared up to the top of my list of places to visit. It looks beautiful. It looked so beautiful. Um, he went to one site where he recreated a photo of Kate Middleton. So Kate um, and her family lived in Jordan for two years in the mid-80s when she was a little kid. Um, because her dad worked for British Airways. And also, I just want to say, in the pictures that we've seen of them in Jordan, it looks like Kate had kind of blondish hair when she was younger. Yeah, and it's like very tight and curly. She definitely has it like keratin straightened, you know? (laughs) Um, But it's her and her sister looking like they're doing sort of a typical young kid on vacation, like not looking at the camera, leaning on some amazing ruins that they don't care about because it's not Barbie. Like they <laughs> yeah. just looks very irritated, but they had William pose there. And of course, I think on every stop, he was quoted as saying like, oh, you know, Catherine couldn't be here today, but she speaks so highly of Jordan from the time she spent here. Of course, she was like five, yeah. but it was nice of him to say. And it was really cute that he recreated the photo. And we also, speaking of photos, we also really liked, he spent a lot of time with the crown prince of Jordan. Who is a babe. He has BDE. <laughs> he does have BDE. He's so cute. You know where the BDE is most on display? They released, Kensington Palace released a photo of the two of them, uh, William and the prince of Jordan, sitting on a couch watching um I don't think it was England playing Jordan, was it? I don't think they were playing Jordan. I don't think they, it was like that on England my England was playing soccer. But this is not a World Cup podcast, so no one can get mad at us for not knowing. Yeah, it's too much. Okay, like I'll know in two weeks when it's like really ending. I'll know who like the big, like what the finals, whatever. Whatever. The point is they watched a World Cup game together, which is like really cute and low key for an official state visit. And William is wearing a blue button down tucked into khakis as he would, <laughs> <laughs> being like a very basic dad in his mid to late 30s and uh, the Prince of Jordan is wearing like a white t-shirt and like faded black jeans like really cool with like his knees splayed out and he's also my friend pointed this out he it's just them on a couch it's a very simple photo but next to the Prince of Jordan there is he's drinking water out of a goblet like out of a crystal goblet oh my god really (laughs) I highly recommend looking at it but he just looks so chill and hot again the BDE it's everywhere. Yeah. So that, I, I just loved that. The, the visit to Jordan was enough for that. Uh, again, for our Jordanian listeners, I'm sorry to dis- disrespect your country in any way. It looks absolutely beautiful. I'm so excited that this trip did what these royal visits are honestly supposed to do, which is make you want to learn more about the country. Yeah. Um, and so, and now I wanted to visit it more than I already did because I really want to go to Petra. Um, Maybe we could get our producers to pay for us to go to Jordan for a special <laughs> episode. If we had thought of it sooner, we really could have worked on a tie-in. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, we may- up. maybe, of course, in the fall, we have Harry and Megan are going to Australia, New Zealand, Tonga, and Fiji. Mm-hmm. So if we could just work on a royally obsessed budget to Fiji, 
I have some content ideas. Yeah, or if someone wants to sponsor our trip, yeah, just, that's just add us on Instagram, <laughs> Royally Obsessed Podcast. We're the we're the worst influencers. <laughs> I know. We're like, please give us money. Just please, can we go to Fiji? Like, is the nation of Fiji listening? Because we are royal correspondents, and we need to be on the ground. Yes, we need to be like recording from Fiji. Yes. Um, so on a less fun note, we're going to talk about. He who shall not be named. You know, my whole face fell when you said not a fun note. I was like, what now? Okay. Meghan Markle's dad, Thomas Markle Sr., he will not stop talking to the press. So this is a man who, instead of ever contacting his daughter or her family or anybody even slightly associated with them, and I guarantee he has all their contact information, and I guarantee they have made every, uh, every, like, Thing possible, like yeah, every time that's the word. I was like, I can't think of the word because <laughs> you're angry. I'm so mad. <laughs> he just won't go away. Like they've probably made it so easy for him to contact them, and yet, and yet, he will not contact them. He will instead just contact TMZ. Yeah, who must just they must text with him at this point. Yeah. So today his thing was, and of course we don't know the questions that TMZ are asking him. Like we don't know how it was prompted and. You know, like, who knows what they're saying, what the conversations are like. But still, he could very easily not talk to them, yeah. which I think is a really good option. And Thomas, maybe listen to me. Maybe stop talking. But so today's thing was talking S-H-I-T about <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. I love when you get so proper after we talked about big dick energy. So, yes. <laughs> Whenever I do it, I look at the producers and I'm like, eh, hey, what <laughs> So I think they asked him, TMZ asked him about the fact that Queen Elizabeth is maybe going to have a visit with Donald Trump. I believe he is going to the UK. She is certainly not coming to D.C. That's She does not do that. She's 90 years old. Um but yes, so I, they must have asked him about that because he still hasn't met Queen Elizabeth. Um, and so I, that, that I assume was the prompt. And so the quote is <clears throat> from Thomas Markle, if the queen is willing to meet our arrogant and insensitive president, she has no excuse not to meet me. I'm nowhere near as bad. Now, first of all, <laughs> you are approaching as bad, you know, yeah. less impact on a global democracy, but still pretty bad. And I mean, I like that he tried to get like a a weird political job about Trump being arrogant and insensitive. But talk about arrogant and insensitive. Pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. If my father, instead of talking to me, just said horrible things about my life to TMZ. Yeah. That would upset me. And so now he's once again also being political about what the royal family does with their time. So now... I mean, it's a stupid quote for a bunch of reasons, but one of them is that he's insulting Queen Elizabeth's diplomatic choices and saying that she shouldn't meet with Trump, which, you know, is a separate conversation. But the point is he should not be commenting on what the queen does and doesn't do. Yeah, like he obviously like we have our own issues with Trump, which we're not going to get into. But like he (laughs) is technically the head of an ally country. And so as the queen of the yeah. UK, she needs to meet with him. And also, just a week ago, Thomas Markle gave an interview where he talked about how Harry said to give Trump a chance. So which is it? Because first of all, I, as we discussed last week, I do not believe that Harry would ever say that for a Mm-mm. bunch of reasons. His bromance with Obama as one of them, and also his general sense of decorum and mm-hmm. intelligence. But... I don't think he would ever say that to Thomas Markle, give Trump a chance. But now Markle's back on like the Hillary train and calling him arrogant and insensitive. It makes zip sense to me. Once again, Thomas Markle, be gone. 
be gone. Also, he did say to TMZ that he felt that the royal family was freezing him out, which, duh. duh. <laughs> oh, my God. That wasn't rehearsed, you guys. <laughs> Just singing <laughs> our anger at Thomas Markle. Um, I would like to make it a slightly more pleasant topic by this other funny little story popped up that... <laughs> So the headline is, again, damning to the royals as it would be. Royals recycled Thomas Markle's wedding suit. Now, how bored do we think the royals are? I mean, they're if anything, they're at home watching Netflix. They're not, like, messing with Thomas Markle's suit. But this gentleman, <laughs> a sports publicist, which I think that's the first eyebrow raise, named Jono Spence, spoke to <laughs> British newspaper The Sunday Telegraph. And he said that he was at a tailor in London, and he was looking for a suit for a summer wedding. And he gave his measurements, whatever, and he said he needed the suit in a hurry. And the tailor said, oh, you have the same measurements as Thomas Markle. We have one because he never wore his suit. You can just have it at a discount. (sighs) Jono, I don't buy it. Well, even if it did happen, there's no way it's the real suit. I mean, that actually would be like a really smart like marketing plan, yeah. marketing ploy to get rid of like your, oh, I don't want to body shame. <laughs> well, I actually, if if I may briefly body shame, it would be just the it. fact that Jono Spence was like, he called up the Sunday Telegraph to brag about the fact that he bought A, a garbage discount suit that nobody else wanted or wore, or that he has the same measurements as Thomas Markle, who is an overweight gentleman who had a heart condition maybe that he maybe lied about but like why would you i just don't buy it on any level i would think it would be funny if maybe that london tailor hung the suit in the window with like a tiny little placard that said like Mm -hmm. free suit to a good home because thomas markle didn't wear it that kind of like cheekiness funnier because it would be from a british person but but I feel like if the tailor is going to go around bragging about it, they would have also called up the Daily Mail to be like, oh, look at this thing that I have. Yeah, that like right, exactly. If they're kind of like a trashy, funny tailor, which I doubt they are because mm-hmm. he would find the best of the best um, or at least the crown would be paying for the best of the best. I don't I, they're not going to like gossip. I just don't buy it. So Jono Spence, you get added to our list with uh, Tommy the Italian-American grifter oh from Syracuse. Oh, my God, Syracuse. I forgot about him. I love him. <laughs> Who just calls places up to talk about himself as related to the royals. With a fake British accent. With a fake British accent. Um, but, yeah, I just, no, no, no. But apparently he's wearing a suit that maybe belonged to Thomas Markle. Whatever. Where so, is Thomas Markle? Is he back in Mexico? I think he's back in Mexico. I don't think he ever left Mexico. Well, he must have an international cell phone so he can call TMZ in Los Angeles on the reg. Well, maybe he was in Los Angeles. I don't know. But you want to know where Princess Charlotte is? <laughs> She's home at Kensington Palace, or at least she was on June 22nd. <laughs> Thank you so much for mentioning that so that I can be cheered up again. Yes. Because that really... I. Ugh. Markle really brings me to a bad place. So we're obviously not recording this on June 22nd, but today, the day that we are recording this, yes. which you guys have no idea when it is. I'm just kidding. It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so this clip surfaced of Princess Charlotte waving at Camilla and Charles as yes. they left. Yeah. They Granny boarded, and Grandpa. They boarded the uh, helicopter. Helicopter. Just like regular grandparents. Yeah. And left. Yeah, it's a funny little clip that an Israeli journalist surfaced on their Twitter, which please, Royals reporters, we need you to do more funny, weird little stuff because we greatly appreciate it. But he posted a video 
I think today from a couple weeks from a couple days back where, yeah, it's just he was just hanging out there recording Charles and Camilla getting into a helicopter. And then in the way, way back of the frame, like you can't even I wouldn't have known it was Charlotte unless you told me that's how Mm. small she is. But she runs up to the gate and then like maybe I don't think it's um, William or Kate. No, it's her nanny. Yeah, a nanny comes and grabs her and scoops her up and puts her on her hip. And then she's furiously waving to her grandparents through the fence as they get on the helicopter. What crushes me about the clip is that they don't see her doing it because they're on the other side of the helicopter already. But what does this tell us? It tells us that she has a great relationship with Charles and Camilla, Mm -hmm. which warms my heart. That's so cute. It also tells me that she... (laughs) It's a very big wave. It's mm-hmm. what a three-year-old would do to their grandparents. It's like a big, crazy wave. When she's waved in public in front of crowds, when she's on royals duty, it's a much more delicate, tightly held wave. Aww. So I think she knows the difference at three years old between a public wave and a private wave. I love her. I mean, it's slightly psychotic, but I love it. She's so adorable. It's, it just goes to show what a good royal she is. She's She's truly the best. I love her so much. And I don't know when we're going to see her again. Not for a while, probably. I assume we're going to see her at Prince Louis' christening. <gasps> oh, yes. Thank you. The christening is coming up very soon in the next, I don't know what day it is right now. It's like the next two, two weeks. three weeks. Yeah, two weeks. So we're going to see Prince Louis. Although when we saw George and Charlotte at their christenings, you can't really see much of them. Yeah. They're just babies. And, like, and they're in that little pram. Yeah, and they're they were both wearing the same giant christening dress. And yeah. I'm sure Louis will be wearing the same one. And then there's always the family portrait afterwards. And then you get to see the baby's face. But, you know, when a baby's really young, you don't really know what they look like. It takes a little yeah. while for, like, their faces to form. Yeah. <laughs> and all know. these kids looked sort of the same when they were baby babies. Yeah. So. Although, as I told you, I think that Louis has a more pronounced chin. Well, I look forward to seeing how that chin has developed in the almost two months. Two months. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How time flies. <laughs> I hope he got super cute by now. I mean, he was super cute when he was born, but I'm ready for a new appearance. Um, So that makes me happy. So before we adjourn the royal pod, we have some royal highs and lows. It's time for the royal highs and lows. Caitlin, do you want to start? Yes, my high uh, was learning more about Jordan on Prince William's trip and seeing the really cute crown prince of Jordan. Hey, man. Hey, guy. You know how to find me. BDE alert. (laughs) And so speaking of BDE, my high is at the event where Meghan Markle was with the Queen today, Tuesday. Um, David Beckham was also in attendance. And there's a picture of the Queen shaking his hands. His hands. His one hand. I mean, she can do whatever she wants. She's shaking one of his hands. And she's just making eyes at him. It's hilarious. Like even the queen is not immune to the no. BDE charm. And of we David know Beckham. we know how like how of course staid she is and stoic, and she can't help. She's giggling, <laughs> like she's smiling so hard, and she just like she's actually coquettish. She's been alive for nine decades, but uh, David Beckham has her giggling like a schoolgirl. I love her. And now, of course, seeing that picture is making me think of him taking off his glasses at the royal wedding. <sighs> and now I am giddy and giggly. He goes to so many royal events. They must, like, have an actual rapport at this point. Yeah, he must be like, ahoy, ma'am. Oh, hey, Lilibet. <laughs> Something like that. Cheerio. With his, with his little squeaky voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so other side of it, the lows. What's your low? So obviously my low is... GD Susan Sarandon. So in the interim, in the five minutes since we just discussed this, I found the photo of it. 
She's not even curtsying. She just went up to her and poor Queen Elizabeth is sitting in wicker and she's smiling very politely and reaching out her gloved hand to shake this peasant, Susan Sarandon. But she just bent over to shake her hand wearing like wedges Ugh. and all the security you can see in this photo the security behind Queen Elizabeth and they're all grimacing which is the best part I that's love my, her that's my low sorry I love her but my low is Thomas Markle talking a lot of BS and that's pretty much always my low because he won't go away yeah I hope next week we have a new low because I hope he stops talking yeah just like give us a break dude yeah jeez so now for some personal plugs you can follow me Lisa at Lisa Raya on Twitter and read my writing at The Cut. And you can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, and see my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. And please follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. And remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or however you listen to us. Um, and until next week, God save the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.